my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully you guys aren't too hungover after watching the State of the Union last night. I was joined by my friend Nick Lindquist. Uh, we, we broke it all down for you, uh, from Joe Biden's downright pathetic performance last night to the fact that we are watching the fall of, a men- of an empire in real time. Um, just great stuff for you today. Guys, before I get to Nick, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe. And if you are an iTunes user, uh, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate it. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Podcast. All right. Without further ado, the great Nick Lindquist. All right, guys, we're here with my friend Nick Lindquist. Nick, how have you been, man? I've been great. How about you? Oh, I've been just just terrific, just terrific. So, uh, I mean, you, you know what we got to do here. Everybody back home listening, they know what this show's about, unfortunately. Uh, and unfortunately, Nick, the State of the Union is not great. Yeah, it's not ideal. I will say that. <laughs> I mean, this is a—America's a dying empire. I, mean, I think I mean, we've been talking about that for a while now, but I mean, like this must have been what it felt like to live in Rome at the turn of the fifth century. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I don't know how you can watch this. Like, I, I just don't understand. We'll start here. I, I just don't understand how Democrats are still defending this. I mean, like the, the jig yeah. is up, my friends, like to our friends on the left, like it's over. Like, I, I just don't understand how you can watch a president with late stage dementia and defend your decision to vote for him. Like, I just, yeah. like, how, how, how does this president still have defenders at this point? It's pretty wild to me. Um, I think they're just trying to grasp at whatever, like, chance they have left at the midterms. But you'd think that that would be, in that case, like, throwing him under the bus and being like, okay, let's, right. you know, let's change course. But, but yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. And I knew that it would probably be pretty bad when I heard that Democrats were going to respond to their own State of the Union address. <laughs> Um, like they have their own response. They're responding to themselves. I was like, well, there's no way this is going to be good for them. Um, and yeah, they delivered on that, I guess. Uh, but it is, it is pretty weird watching them continue to like pretend this is all normal. Yeah, man. And I mean, we're going to get to the speech in just a second, but like, I mean, most of my friends and family members are Democrats. Like most, a lot of them are really hard left. I live in like one of the bluest cities in the entire midwest and um and this is anecdotal obviously but most of them my 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 buddies who i talked to like after joe biden took office they just completely tuned everything out like they don't know anything that's going on right now in the world at all like they just don't watch the news like they've been literally just brainwashed into thinking that if democrats are in power then they just don't need to worry about anything you know like i I have a buddy i have a buddy who's getting a lot less than he usually gets back for his tax return this year and he goes it must be because of trump's tax cut like he literally said that yesterday i mean this is like a college educated man man because he's getting less back yeah 
He's like, it must have been because Trump, Trump's tax policy. That must be why. I'm like, dude, well, yeah, one, like that went into effect in 2017. And yeah. are you crazy? I mean, like, but he said, I mean, he sees no flaw in that logic at all. He's just like, well, Joe Biden's president. So, you know, it's nothing like the Democrats don't do anything wrong. So whatever happens, it must be Trump's fault. <laughs> you know? Like he hasn't been he hasn't been president for over a year. You know, doesn't matter. Like I think that just must be how they're coping. Like they're just tuning it all out. Like I bet half these people don't even know there's like a war in Europe. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't, I really think that's their coping mechanism. Just ignore reality. Yeah, and just take whatever talking points that the Democrat establishment throws them, and just be like, "Yep, that's true. This is this is the thing." Like with with Joe's tax policy, and not like supposedly not raising taxes on everyone um, or, or promising not to in the future, even though, you know, we both know that's not true. Yeah. And man, like you saw in the middle of the speech last night, the daily show tweeted a, a meme that was mildly critical of Joe Biden. And it was a, it was like, it was kind of funny. It was just a picture of a dying iPhone battery. And like the caption was, this is Joe Biden right now. And the drones who follow that account on Twitter lost their minds. I mean, like the Democrats were frothing at the mouth <laughs> defending Joe Biden. And so the Daily oh, Show yeah. deleted, they deleted the tweet. I mean, it's like, dude, these people are straight up conditioned to defend dear leader at all costs. I mean, it's like North Korea, dude. I mean, it's like, yeah. honestly, like if, Joe, if like they pulled a straight up North Korea, they're like, yeah, Joe Biden actually doesn't have to use the bathroom. He just like absorbs like fecal <laughs> matter into the sun or whatever. Like, dem like yeah. they honestly believe it. Like they go along with it. Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's very easy to snap them back in line if they've gone out of line. Like, it's like, oh, well, you can't say that about our dear leader. Um, and then they just like, yep, you're right, sorry. And then, you know, it's situations <laughs> like that where they just delete the tweet and it's like, nope, that didn't happen. I mean, like, I get Trump that <laughs> a, a lot of Republicans were goofy over Trump. I mean, like, I get it. Like, I get that both sides fall into, like, the cult of personality thing. But, like, one, yeah. Joe Biden doesn't have a personality, so that, that's weird. Correct. But, like, it, it wasn't this bad. I mean, it was not this bad under Trump. I mean, like, yes, like, the Trump sycophants were annoying and ridiculous and would kind of defend, like, anything he did. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't it wasn't Jen Rubin and Joe yeah. Biden. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, any of them, like Steve Bannon or, like, any, like any it doesn't matter. Like, there isn't any of these, like, Trump people that were, like, this sycophantic, that were, like, this delusional. Or, I mean, it, unless I have some massive blind spot here, but I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I can kind of, I'm, a, I'm essentially an anarchist. Okay, so I can, I feel like I can view both sides with like a little bit of objectivity here. But I, I honestly don't think it was this bad during the Trump year. No, I, and I think the main difference, like there were definitely some nuts um, on like the pro-Trump side. There's no denying that. But a lot of them weren't even a fan of Trump to begin with. Like they came around to him and, and they kind of always looked at him objectively. And um, there were just more people, I think, on the right that were skeptical of Trump than there are on the left that are skeptical of Biden. Like, I think I only saw one criticism of Biden from the left last night, and it was from Cori Bush. Like that that far left wing of the party is critical of him sometimes. But outside of them... Uh, it's it's no one. And and that far left side is is nutty in their own way. So it's like there's like no objective person on the left that will even consider criticizing him. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy, man. And like it, it wasn't just Joe Biden up there. Uh, I mean, like he physically can't speak at this point. But like Nancy Pelosi forgot how to clap <laughs> her hands. 
Like it was like the most bizarre thing. I mean, she was like a she's like a raccoon holding an apple or something. She just like made these weird like decrepit fists and were like bumping them together and like rubbing her fists together instead of clapping. Like, dude, it made me like physically uncomfortable watching this. I mean, it's like I'm sitting there. I was watching it with my brother last night. I'm like, how has it come to this? Like, how is that? just yeah. our, our our great country? Like, we're being ruled by unintelligent, unimpressive octogenarians. I mean, with like yeah. severe mental deficiencies. Like, correct. Goodness, yeah. man. And I'm I'm pretty sure she had more to drink last night than I did. Um, at least just just watching her performance behind Joe Biden <laughs> last night. Like, she would go from smiley to like moving her mouth around, and then she'd like clap with, like like you were just saying with her fists. <laughs> and then I, I watched her. She almost fell over at one oh, yeah. point, like yeah. she fell over the balcony she was on. And um, yeah, she 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 was <laughs> she was interesting last night. At least it made it a little more interesting than what Joe Biden was saying, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, these oh. people, they, they made me and I did not know this was possible, by the way, but they made me feel bad for Kamala Harris. I mean, like yeah. she I mean, you saw when he. He's, he called Ukrainians Iranians and stuff. You just look at Kamala Harris's face and she's like, just kill me. Just kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, just how pissed is Harris, man? Like, obviously, Pelosi was hammered. Right. You know, like she usually is. And then Biden's on all the drugs. I mean, he's like, he's just pumped full of all the good His stuff. His handlers you know? pumping the drugs, yeah. And Harris is like, I have to sit through this bloodbath sober. <laughs> like, it's Somebody bring that woman a drink, man. Like, oh my goodness, I can't imagine. Just hearing this old man with dementia talk about how he's going to cure cancer and, um, <laughs> you know, cure like cancer. somehow fight back against Putin, but not really explain how and all of this crazy stuff. And she's just sitting there completely sober, like, what is happening to me? What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Record scratch. You're probably wondering how <laughs> I got here. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was She's sitting like, there, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like in physical pain watching it, and I'm like, I feel bad for Kamala Harris, who's like a legitimate monstrous tyrant who hates me and wants me enslaved to her government. Okay, and it was so bad that I felt bad for that woman, like this literal monster, and I'm like, man, I feel bad, like, <laughs> man, ugh, yeah, I, I didn't know it was possible. But I mean, all right, so That's like we're gonna try because there was not a lot of substance in this speech. Like usually I have like a couple pages of notes. Like, oh, like what did Trump lie about? Like what was right? What was wrong? Like what you know, good, bad, and ugly. You know, and it's like there, there wasn't much there. So, but like we'll try. We'll we'll try to get to some substance if we can. But like this speech was, it's exactly what we've seen from the entire Biden presidency so far. Like these people don't care what's happening in the world. Like their only right. focus is messaging. You know what I mean? Like they don't care about the economy. They don't care about inflation. They don't care about Ukraine or Afghanistan or anything. I mean, they do not care. They only care about power. And the speech was just a bunch of crap that they thought would boost Biden's poll numbers. It's like they just polled every issue and just, like, tried to like, throw in a paragraph on the right side of that polling data on every issue. So it's like, oh, people didn't like defund the police. Okay, fund the police. It's like right. for two years they call us Nazis, Hitler, domestic terrorists, racists. If we don't wear a mask and then they're like, yeah, you don't need to wear a mask. <laughs> like, that's, it's right. all over. COVID's right. over. And it's like they don't apologize. They don't they don't admit that they were wrong. Nothing. I mean, they just like go up complete 180 on a dime. And it's like I, I get I get that every politician is a weather vane. I get that they flip flop and they go whatever way the wind is blowing. But it's like 
I, I can't remember, at least in my lifetime, I can't remember it being this painfully transparent before. <laughs> I mean, th- these people will, will literally say anything if it helps them continue to oppress you. Right. Yeah, I mean, usually in these, uh, fr- from what I saw last night, Joe Biden was giving us a State of the Union of, like, a successful presidency, which is not even close to what his presidency has been. Like, and, and he ignored a lot of his failures rather than like in most of these state of the unions, they'll try to like mention them, but kind of gloss them over and make them sound good in some way. Yeah. But he just completely ignored a lot of stuff like our Afghanistan withdrawal. He barely talked about inflation. It might have been a sentence. Um, build back better. He just completely <laughs> he just completely <laughs> skipped that because it failed. Like, just all these things. And then, you know, the stuff he did talk about, like you were saying, there wasn't substance. Like, they were just political talking points that he thought might sound good to some, like, person at home that might not know a lot about politics, but is going to be like, wow, that sounds really good. I'm going to go vote for Joe Biden. But I don't think that's actually going to work. I think people are smarter than that. And he's underestimated their intelligence because... I mean, just it was so transparent what he was doing, especially with that fund the police stuff. I was like, what? You know, after however many years of with Trump in office calling to defund the police, some of them actually the script and say, oh, well, actually, you know, we're the party of fund the police now. And, um, you know, it just felt like a cynical political play as a way to like stick it to Republicans somehow and be like, look, we can do this too. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. But yeah, at the, at the I time, think there is... and you're absolutely right about the defund the police stuff. Like at the time I, I couldn't tell like if it is just flip flopping because of the poll data or if like, I mean the, the Democrats are the party of the cops now because they they're starting to view, you know, they see what happened up in Canada and stuff and they are starting to view the cops as yeah. like another way for, um, for the Democrats to hurt us, you know what I mean? To, to oppress Republicans. But, and then I'm like, nah, it was just, it was just poll. It was just the polls. (laughs) I don't even think they, I don't even think whoever wrote that speech thought it that, that much through, but did, did, I don't even think Biden mentioned Afghanistan at all. He didn't. And, um, you know, I, so I, you know, the, the heckle last night, um, from Lauren Boebert and I think Marjorie Taylor Greene joined like, Okay, yeah, that was an inappropriate time to do that. But what they were talking about was actually really important, and he completely ignored it, which was Afghanistan. And, you know, the 13 men in uniform we lost through that withdrawal and the thousands of people we left behind, whether they're American citizens, which we did. We left Americans behind. And, um, and and like, the allies who helped us for 20 years, whether they're interpreters or intel people, we just left all of them behind in a, a state run by radical Islamic terrorists. And um, yeah, he just decided that wasn't even important to mention, even though it just happened six months ago. So yeah, the yeah end of America's long yeah, it's like America. The end of America's longest war wasn't right. significant. It wasn't worth mentioning for five seconds in the State of the Union. I mean, I've no mention of the thirteen soldiers Biden got killed because he forgot to evacuate civilians before military personnel. Right. I mean, it's, I mean complete disaster. I mean, no mention, of course, of the children that he slaughtered in response, seven small children. Correct. I mean, it's like anything that they, you know, that they couldn't, 
spin they just ignored. I mean, the, the, our energy yeah. production. I mean, on day one, Biden <clears throat> shuts down the Keystone XL pipeline, destroys American energy independence, and just it just moves on. Oh no, I don't know. Just no mention. Right. Of it. It's it's right. phenomenal, man. It's my goodness. Pretending that that this Ukraine situation, why gas prices are going the way. It also has a lot of play. Like um, last night, I was okay. It's Chris Christie that was talking, but he said something that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, so Joe Biden is releasing these 30 million barrels of oil to um, to make up for for gas prices the way they are. Number one, he has said in the past that even 50 million barrels wouldn't even put a dent in our gas prices. And number two, you know, as Chris Christie was saying last night after the speech, um, because of his policies in North Carolina alone, we're producing like 500,000 barrels less of gas than we were before. Like, you know, like he could very easily free up gas and reopen the Keystone XL pipeline and let Americans start making energy again. And he's choosing not to because uh, it, it would anger his his climate hawks on on his left side. And he, he's so he's chosen to just completely ignore the issue, even though it's a huge issue. And I think that goes to like he's showing his hand when he does things like this. He, he's showing his hand when he does that. He's showing his hand when he doesn't even talk about the Afghanistan withdrawal because even though he ended a 20 year war, he knows it went poorly. So he's not even going to mention it. And that just shows his hand that he knows this was a mistake and that it went very poorly. But he does not have the courage to even bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, it really is incredible, man. And like. Like you said, the lies were, I mean, every, every, oh. everything you said was a lie. I mean, like, you know, the, the lies about guns. He said taxes are mm-hmm. too low, of course. He said, right. he said that spending another few trillion dollars would help lower inflation. He said that the U.S. was totally prepared for Russia to invade Ukraine. I mean, just one lie after another. And then he, call, he yep. ends by calling for unity after calling us domestic terrorists and Nazis every day for the last year. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely shameful stuff, but, like, out of all the lies, like what was what was your favorite Biden lie of the night? What really stuck out to you? My favorite, I think, was the job creation that oh, he created, like eight billion jobs. Even though um, it was actually Trump and like Republican governors reopening the economies in their respective states that actually created the jobs. Like it wasn't a natural job creation. It was just like, you know. 30 plus states used to be shut down and then they weren't. And Biden just happened to be president when they reopened and the economy grew as a result. So like, I just, I just always love that lie. Like, Oh yeah, I created the most jobs ever. And it's like, no, no, you didn't actually, if you had it your way, you there, those jobs wouldn't have been created. So. Oh, I mean, yeah, if he had it their way, the the economy would still be completely shut down. Right, right. That's that's exactly right. I mean, I absolutely believe that they the intention of this administration was to keep the world shut down until after the midterms. Yeah, but until it just, was people just got they yeah. were just over it. They were just over. It. I mean, everybody got COVID and was fine. So like they're like, all right, well, I guess we can't keep these people in their homes at gunpoint anymore. But now I think the the goal was to drag this out like for another year at least. Yeah, I would say at least a year. Um, and and I think once it became unpopular. 
he was like, well, we can't afford to lose the midterms this year, so I guess the masks are going to come off. Very convenient timing on that, like right before the midterms. And conveniently, the CDC updates the recommendations right before the midterms, um, even though they're supposed to be this independent, like, you know, body that's that's creating these bureaucratic policies for us um, because we can't exist without bureaucratic overlords. So just it's amazing. I mean, like, it's it's funny, man. Like, this is gonna be a short episode because I just don't have that much to say. I mean, I was appalled by what I heard last night. Um, yeah. Just all the lies and, and misinformation. But, like, let's end here. What was your favorite quote of the night? Just off the top of your head. Because I think I... but I, I don't know if I'm going to get this quote exactly right, but uh, it did make me laugh hysterically at the time. I don't even remember the context, but uh, our great president, Joe Biden, said, quote, I ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. <laughs> yeah, you did, Joe. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> that, oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's just a, just a beautiful combination of like fact check true and also the classic Joe Biden. That's not how you structure a sentence. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I, I ordered yeah. more pills than anyone in the world has. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, buddy. Time for bed, okay. Joe. Okay. Oh, Good to man. know. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably in his his context of um that he's just gonna simply lower prescription drug drug prices just just manifest lower drug prices for us <laughs> which is very kind yeah. i'm surprised no one else thought of that just, but um uh just manifest lower drug manifest a cure for cancer it's right like, man, right he's uh, gonna man, pull it, all these things out of his ass. i don't know why scientists never thought before last night that we should try to cure cancer I mean, it seems like it seems like oh. a doctor over the last hundred years would have like thought of that one you know what i mean right it is genius and he just thought of it right there but uh (laughs) no i think my favorite quote of the night is that um vladimir putin will never break the heart and soul of the iranian people (laughs) um, it was just beautiful and then he just continued on like he didn't even say talk about iran like he just pretended that not he probably didn't even realize that he didn't say the right thing like his handlers were in the back like you know beating themselves up because he just made a huge mistake and uh he didn't even realize it yeah yeah man more pills than (laughs) anyone in the world has yeah still still can't remember the country that russia invaded last week just yep but he's got it under control he's got He's got out of control. He's man. sending troops to Iran right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> man. Uh, man. Dying empire. Yeah. I mean, this is like true. Rome in the year four fifteen, my brother. Like mm-hmm. any day now and it could just all come down. Yeah. It could all come Pretty down. Pretty scary. Yeah. You know, the thing is about fall the fall of empires is that you know, it, it sometimes it's not as horrible yeah. as as you think. I mean, dude, the Byzantines just ignored that Rome fell for a thousand years. They just called right. themselves Romans. <laughs> like the term Byzantine Empire didn't come around, didn't come along until like the 1800s. Like those people just called themselves until their final fall in the 1400s. They just called themselves the Roman Empire. So maybe like maybe America will just fall and we'll just ignore it. We'll just keep on trucking yeah. and just hope for the best. Hold out as long as we can. What do you think? 
Yeah, a couple of empires will split off. You know, there'll be the Ohio Empire and the Texas Empire, I'm sure. And then um, the rest will just pretend everything's fine. Um, But yeah, I think that's about right. We'll never admit that um, we've we've royally messed up. So (laughs) more pills than anyone in the world, Nick. Where can uh, where can everybody follow you online and keep in touch and all that good stuff? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Lindquist. Um, and then you can find all of my, uh, you know, writings and um, and, and whatnot at NickLindquist.com. Dude, I forgot the best part of the speech. What's that? For some reason. And I, maybe, maybe historians will never know why the president said this, but he ends with like the, you know, God bless America and all that. And then he just like looks at the camera. He's like. Go get him. <laughs> go get him. Go <laughs> get who? Get, get like whom? <laughs> like, like my high school coach or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, what go does he, what does Biden want us to do and who does he want us to get? Oh, man. It sounded like a call to action, but I just don't know what that action would be. Right, right. Like, wh- who are we getting? What, like, what? And why? Context sin, right? Like, what's my motivation to get this person? I don't like doing things right. for no reason, you know. Have have, mm-hmm. have they wronged me in some way? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure either. I guess we'll have to figure that out as we go. Well, well somebody's gonna get got. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Right, right. I mean, it might be one of us. I mean, <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Watch, watch I mean... your six, brother. <laughs> Just walking down the street, and there you go. Just a. Uh, I wonder if my assigned Fed sent anything to Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody follow Nick. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks.